When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, this is Brandon Cruz, and what I'm about to present to you right now is my panel from this previous weekend over at Comic-Con Honolulu. It's Podcasts Finding Your Voice. Uh, what what it is, is I spent about 30 to 40 minutes with Dallas Nagata White and her husband Ed, about 30 minutes in, he, he shows up a little bit later, and we just talk about podcasting, why we got into podcasting, why others would get into podcasting, the, the benefits and, and some of the cool experiences we've had. But we field some questions from the audience a little bit later on. And overall, yeah, it was a really awesome experience to just get out there and get in front of folks and really just communicate how much this means to us creatively. So without any further ado, I present to you podcasts, Finding Your Voice, starring the great Dallas Nagata White, Ed, her husband, and me. I'm I'm in there somewhere. So I want to want to welcome welcome you folks to uh, our panel. I am Brandon Cruz. I'm Dallas Nagata White. And we are, as some would say, podcasters. Some would say. Some would say. Um, I'm gonna I'm, uh, periodically. I'm just gonna let you know. I'm gonna look at my wife. Uh, just to get a little bit of um, validation. So I'm a podcaster. Thumbs up. Cool deal. Cool deal. Um, so uh, I, I run two shows. Uh, Dallas, Dallas here has one herself, right? Yes. What, what's your show? My show is the Mana Palhana podcast. And if you don't know, Mana is like a, from a Polynesian term for like spirit power, right? And Palhana means happy hour. So it can be translated to the power happy hour nice. podcast. Because originally we were going to like design a cocktail around it and uh, <laughs> drink while we do it. But then we record in a family-friendly place where we do not drink while we record it. So you started your podcast based off of like that, that game where you take a shot of beer every hour for an hour? Mm, no. Like, like an hour, <laughs> hour of power, that's what I call it. Oh, that, we, we'll do that next time. No. Mana, Mana Palahana Power Hour. Yes. Um, awesome. awesome. <laughs> uh, I am... I have two shows. I have one called Apathetic Enthusiasm, which is a generic podcast. Generic podcast. Uh, it is uh, pop culture, movies, television. Uh, my co-host and I, Travis Menard, we uh, we are now long distance. He's out in Omaha, so Skype is our best friend. Um, and so we've been doing that for about 80, 78 episodes as of next Tuesday. Wow. And then I, then I run a second show called Submitted for Your Approval, and it's a Twilight Zone podcast. And I bring in random guests 
miscellaneous guests, uh, my wife. She's been on it before. Uh, we usually drink for that one. Uh, it's, it's good. But the kid's in bed. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm going sequentially through all of the, the original run, the 156 episodes of the original Twilight Zone, and uh, bringing in different guests to really get their opinions and um, thoughts on Rod Serling's original creation. So uh, that's, that's a little bit of our background. And so really what we're, what we're going to get into is, uh, you know, first of all, who are we? And uh, we started, obviously, with the show, with the title of our shows, right? Um, so, so tell us a little bit more about yourself, Dallas. Uh, <laughs> where do you hail from? What do you, what's your aspirations in life? Is this you practicing your interviewing for podcasts? It's, it is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> every, every opportunity is an opportunity for, for interviews. Okay. Well, um, yeah, like I said, my name is Dallas Nagata-White, and I am a local commercial photographer here, actually. So uh, I've been doing commercial photography since about 2009. Um, you, right now, I'm shooting mostly like lifestyle travel industry stuff, but I've done everything from weddings to um, fashion and everything in between, food, products. Yay. Um, but uh, recently, though, I've kind of been diving back into like geek culture passionately just because that's what I love and so uh, I've been doing a lot more cosplay photography and um, cosplaying myself actually and I'm actually going to go back to school this fall uh, for fashion design so I can learn how to sew properly so I'm pretty excited about that so I kind of do a little bit of everything but uh, last year when I decided like hey I really want to like do geeky stuff because I've been a geek and a gamer all my life and you know especially after spending time in the fashion industry and I'm that they're decidedly not geeky a lot of the time and they're like you play video games and I'm like yeah I was like I want to go back to where like I feel accepted so um one of the things I decided to do was start a podcast and I grew up a very anxious self-conscious person um would hate to hear my own voice would hate to see myself on video but doing a podcast with my friends and just being able to sit down and we talk about geeky stuff we kind our, our podcast, we try to do stuff from a Hawaii perspective because we're all like people who live here and um, how we feel about geek stuff here. We like to interview local creatives in the geek industry, like game designers, artists, cosplayers, etc. So for me, um, starting the podcast was really a way to get more comfortable with myself because, like, I'm not an audio person. Ed over there, he's the guy who put together our setup to record everything. That's my Ooh. husband. Um, because uh, I don't know about audio stuff. I don't care as much as he does about quality and stuff. But, you know, he's, he's taught me to care and, like, be like, okay, this is how you make it sound good because sound is important. And that's what a spouse is for. Exactly, is, to is tell you, you suck, do this better. And you're like, okay, validation. I'll try. To give you validation. Um, but uh, anyway, so I, yeah, started the podcast as a, a for fun project to be like, hey, like, I can practice speaking and talking about things with people, and then I can edit it and take out all my ums and you knows <laughs> and and sos and make it flow nicer. So I sound like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah you know the thing about ums and ahs and and all that type of stuff, right? Uh, so I'm I'm in Toastmasters as a side note, right? And they they really pay attention to the ums and the ahs and and all that. And God, I can't I can't get rid of them yet. Can't get rid of them yet. But there's a certain there's a certain like life to ums and ahs sometimes, right? That are in natural conversation normally. And so I, for my episodes, I don't usually cut them out unless they're too 
uh, kind of frivolous. There's, there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like, to, I like to have the us because, you know, when, when you have like a clinical kind of, um, um, I, I, did, I just did um, the um. When you have a, when you have a clinical podcast and like, you're like, okay, chop it, chop it out, get rid of that um, then it, it takes kind of the, the life out of it, I, mm-hmm. I feel. But anyways, um, like, um, so, um, uh, um. <laughs> uh, what, so what, what do you guys like to talk about on the Monopoly Uh We like to do current events, except when, because I'm the one who has to edit everything and I fall <laughs> really behind and then it's like, oh, well, we talked about Pokemon Go when you couldn't log into the servers. That was like three weeks ago and I haven't edited that episode yet. So it's like, hmm. Yeah. But, uh, so we do current <laughs> events. We'll try to go see movies together and talk about it. But like I said, we really do like to get uh, guests on the podcast, especially local people, and to talk about their projects. And even though we might not have the biggest like listener audience, it's still people learn about them through us and so we really like that to try to promote people that we think they're working on good things that people should like know about right yeah i I like that you bring that up because because one of the big things is although maybe we don't have a large listener base right the the cool thing is actually like when people do interact with you and people you do have dedicated listener base and so they're they're listening to you and then they're interacting and they're shooting you tweets or yeah or shooting you stuff on facebook and or emails um like uh, for the twilight zone one I, I get emails from from folks and they're like yeah i agree with that point but the guy who wrote this book mark scott sacree he's wrong about that blah blah blah, <laughs> blah. Um, so it's really cool just like interacting with the fan base and and yeah and, uh, well we we get some lovely tweets from a few people it's like Where's the new episode? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I skipped a week of my Twilight Zone one week because uh, I was on. Uh, I had to go on vacation for work, vacation for work, uh, and I was so surprised because the, the the folks who run my website they they're like, hey, you got an email, and the email was from a gentleman, and he said, hey, I missed your podcast this week. Did uh did you have a glitch or something like that? And I was so I was so shocked by it. That I'm like, you noticed. Somebody's listening that I don't know of? This is, this is incredible. <laughs> um, so when we talk about that, why, why we podcast, I think that's a, that's a really big, big deal is, is providing that kind of conversation to the, the fans because we are fans ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what do you like most about podcasting? Uh, for me, like I said, it's really the social aspect of it, actually, because, you know, you spend so much of your life as a geek, like, talking to your friends about geeky stuff, and yeah. you'll be like, oh, this is a really good thought, or this is a good concept, or let's just geek out together, yeah. and there's something about that that um, kind of polishing it a little bit and putting it out there for consumption, it's like you're expanding the conversation to include more people. Uh, especially it's awesome if they then, like, you got the email, talk back to you about stuff. So for me, yeah, it was the social aspect. Like, I'm not really interested in podcasting just, like, talking to myself. I would find that super awkward. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, there's totally a place for that. Like, um, I... Uh, my husband and I, we listen to podcasts together, and there's a lot where it's just like, you know, like um, audio essays, basically, where they're yeah. just talking about um, a subject, and they could do research, and it's just them talking. And that's great, but for me personally, I don't think I'm that kind of person. I like having conversations with people and having them recorded. Absolutely. When, when I started up the Twilight Zone one, I, I thought to myself, you know what, I'll just, I'll, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan 
maybe I'll see if I can do it by myself. And so I sat in my, in my room recording myself just talk for five minutes. And I thought to myself, this is so boring. And I'm just rambling at this point in time. <laughs> um, I'm a rambling man, as they would say in music biz. Um, anyway, so, but there are folks who um, do that, that you know, solo man show. Uh, I know this, there's a guy, Matt Hurt, who does a podcast anthology, and he scripts it all out, and he, um, he watches Twilight Zone. He also does just random movies. And he scripts it all out, does all the research, and, and it's a lot of preparation. And that's, podcasting is preparation a lot of times. Um, and then, of course, there's, you know, the story-based ones. You, you think of traditional, like, like 20s, 30s style storytelling, mm -hmm. The Shadow, and um, some of those, those pulp, those pulp uh, audio things. Uh, you know, those are out there, of course. Then NPR. Yeah, and, uh, this, this American Life, like cereal. all those kind of stuff, and you're just like, oh, that's really interesting, and it's great to listen to. And and I would love, I would love to do that, if I didn't want to be married. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you. Just you just got to look. I won't ever do that. So, <laughs> validation. Okay, that was that was a, that was a hesitant validation. <laughs> um, but but yeah. Uh, I think that, you know, what was I going to say about like cereal and, oh, here's what I was going to say. I, I have some other, a, other couple friends, right? And in podcasting, you also kind of like start networking with, with folks. We, uh, the reason I know Dallas is because of, of me and Travis getting into podcasting. Hi, Travis. I know you just joined the Facebook Live. The microphone. Hi, Travis. Hi, hi Travis. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, that's, that's how we met Dallas, and that's how we met Ed and, and Noah and Chad and those guys from Manapahana. Um, and just a lot of other people. I, I mentioned Matt Hurt earlier from Anthology and Obsessive Viewer. Um, I've met just so many people for the Twilight Zone interviewing uh, Chelsea's dad, Angry Beavers, creator. Um, I met him. Not through podcasting, but just because of the and uh, my, my friend uh, from high school, actually, uh, her name is Carrie Poppy, and she does a podcast called um, Oh No, It's Ross and Carrie, which is kind of a, um, it, it, it just won for the podcast awards, oh, actually, nice. this, this year for religion and spirituality. And her and Ross do, do some really good stuff there. So it's a really great way to, to meet new people and uh, interact with them. Um, have you... I know you've done a ton of interviews, right? I, I talk about my show and doing interviews, and um, are there any really cool interviews that, that, you've, that you've done? Um, actually, the, not me personally. I'm more of the host, less of the intelligent interviewing person. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm the casual Nonsense. conversationalist person, uh, but we have some awesome people on the Mana Palhana podcast, um, particularly uh, our friend Chad, who is the guy who like researches everything, and he's always the one to pull out all the obscure facts about whatever topic we're talking about, and he'll send us a bunch of links before the podcast, be like, read these, and, and then we sometimes don't, and then it's bad, <laughs> and we're like, sorry, Chad, we let you down again. But... Um, uh, so we have him, um, and then uh, our friend Noah, actually, he's like our old school geek friend, like, because yeah. um, he's, he's older than us, and he just knows so much stuff, so um, 
Huh? Because yeah, he he lived it. So um, actually, the last convention here, uh, we got to have him sit down with Chris Claremont for a while while we were live stream podcasting from the last convention, and just and he was unprepared, but because he grew up on Chris Claremont's stuff, like he like could pull all the questions out and interview <laughs> him, and I'm just like walking around in the background of the podcast, going like, oh, I'm so proud of you, Noah, yeah. <laughs> because uh, yeah, like I'm kind of host slash producer I guess and okay. it's kind of nice because we kind of like delegate things about the podcast like right. Ed is the networking guy who like is like hey um let's get this person on the podcast and he arranges it and then I'm like nice. the technical person who I edit it and right. like do all the graphics and the distribution stuff and then you know Chad and Noah are the researcher interviewer people so it's a it's a team effort yeah, I got sure. you. I got you. Yeah, uh, so so Travis uh, for apathetic enthusiasm, he's usually the organized one. So going into to submitted for your approval, uh, I I had to learn how to be actually organized and, and outline and stuff like that. But he's you know he's the uh, the graphic artist and he's the one who does like all the the graphics and and really keeps us in check, like saying like, hey, let's let's talk about this this week or Ghostbusters came out or. Or Stranger Things came out. I don't know if any of you have watched that yet. If you haven't, watch it. It's it's a maze balls. Is that a is that an adjective? I think it is. Yes. It is now. I got a thumbs up. <laughs> By the way, hi mom. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah. So so we delegate all that type of stuff too. I do all the sound stuff and and editing and uh, doing all the posts and writing. Uh, I feel like it's. It's a little on my side, Travis. Uh, but, uh, but pull your weight, Travis. <laughs> but you know, when we do like the the Comic Con stuff last year, the amazing, and then uh, this one last year, um, we split the load essentially. Like he does all the video stuff when we do like interviews and uh, with for folks. Um, Co here, we we reviewed uh, your brother's game, right? Yeah, yeah. So all good stuff. All good stuff. Mm -hmm. My one of the best interviews I've done. I'm going to throw this out there and just to, to throw it out there again. Her her dad. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the show The Angry Beavers. On it was on Nickelodeon way back. Yeah. So so her dad created that show, and so I said, Hey Chelsea, I need your dad to be interviewed. <laughs> and she said, Okay, okay, all right, ask him. He'd love to do it. And I said. Mitch, I need you. I need you here now. And he said, all right, all right, all right, Brandon. <laughs> She's not going to validate that one. It was, he was actually very excited, too. And, and it was really cool talking to him just because, you know, talking about uh, animation and, and how he got into the business and what his, his motivations are. And I think that's what I enjoy most about interviews mm -hmm. is, is really getting deep into, like, what makes a creator a creator. Travis and I talk about pen to paper, and that's, that's basically what our motivation was for getting into podcasting, was like we, we're, we're both military, Travis and I, and we always felt that we were more creative than, than the military necessarily lets us be. And so as an outlet, we said, you know what, let's podcast. Actually strike that, I said, <laughs> let's podcast. And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, no, I was joking, Travis. I was jo it was a joke. He's like, well, I'm not joking. And then he held a knife to my throat and said, we're doing this. Um, I was like, okay, just yeah. take the knife away. 
And, and now that story is true because you're recording it and it's now on the internet. It's so. exactly right. Yeah. So if you see Travis, call the police. Because <laughs> I'm a sure dangerous he's got, man. He's got a shiv somewhere <laughs> in his belt buckle. Yeah. See, that's funny because. Um, I had the idea to do a podcast. It's funny because like I'm not the biggest podcast listener. There's a few that I love to listen to, but yeah. I'm not like a connoisseur of podcasts. But I, um, you know, telling Ed, it's like we should do a podcast. Let's do a podcast because he's really into podcasts. And uh, we ne just never got around to it until we met our friend Megan, yeah. who's known as Uncanny Megan. She's a cosplayer and. Um, Apparently, she had been wanting to start a podcast for a really long time, too, but just didn't know how to go about it. And so she's like, yeah, let's do it. I'll be on your podcast. And I was like, oh, okay. And then kind of like last minute, we like cobbled it all together with like no real direction, except that we really were like, hey, you know, Hawaii has an amazing geek community. Like... Um, I haven't been to mainland conventions, so I really can't compare, but what I hear is that everyone thinks we're the best. So, <laughs> like, people who visit out there, they come to Hawaii, and they're like, wow, these fans are awesome. Like, you all are so awesome. So, I really felt like, uh, while, um, you know, there's so many, uh, like, huge geek communities, you know, in places like LA, of course, like, Nerdist and Geek and Sundry, and then, like, you know, Rooster Teeth in Texas, like there's all these voices and opinions about geek stuff and they all have their own podcasts, but um, Hawaii like needs to like band together with all of us who have something to say and just put it out there. So we do have, um, there's, there's a handful of pr good podcasts locally and I was, but at the time I was just like, I wanna try too. And instead of just like us talking about like whatever we think from a Hawaii perspective, also really work on um, promoting other people. Yeah. And I, I keep coming back to that point because I'm just like uh, really passionate about promoting others and promoting our community here and showing it to the world and being like, hey, look at us. Like we're on a rock in the middle of a giant ocean, but you know, we have something to say and yeah. we have insight. And I'm really bad at self-promotion. I don't <laughs> know if that's like a... Uh, Asian culture humbleness thing that I have going that Ed's been trying to beat out of me for years. Good. But um, <laughs> I'm, I'm like really bad at promoting myself, but I'll go all in in uh, promoting other people. I, I must be Asian then. Might be. Because yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that good at <laughs> self-promotion. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how people do it, honestly. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to, to go out there and, and self-promote, even like when you go out on Facebook and you're like, hey, check out my live feed, Facebook Live, live feed, uh, and you're just like, like cringe. It's like you, you cringe a little bit. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've, as a independent creative, like I've been having to do more and more of it, and it does help, but it's still not easy because mm -hmm. you, you don't want to be that person who's just like, yeah, look at me, I'm so important because imposter <laughs> syndrome is real. Uh, and, <laughs> But, but the, that's the beauty of the, the medium of podcasting, though, because then you're like, hey, I can record my voice, I can put it out there, and hey, someone might listen to it and enjoy it. Yeah. And it's so it's like, even though it's you and you're kind of promoting yourself and being like, listen to what I'm saying, um, <laughs> in the end, you're just hoping it's entertaining somebody. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for stopping by. Thanks for the thumbs up for the, awesome. the maze balls. <laughs> um, you, you mentioned about the, the promotion of, of, of others. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. Um, whenever I whenever I pull people on to submit it for your approval, I, I try to get them to, um, if if they don't have a 
a creative outlet that they're, that they're uh, promoting. Um, you know, I just say, hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Chelsea, for um, loving me. And then I also say, uh, for, for folks who actually have something to push, you know, um, my, my friend Steve, uh, he lives out in the Midwest. He wrote a book on Jungian, uh, post-Jungian psychology uh, on the works of uh, Kurt Vonnegut and Ray Bradbury. Um, so, so he pushes, he pushed that. Uh, there's a gentleman, David Avalone, who does a, uh, he does a, I mentioned the shadow earlier. He does a Twilight Zone, the shadow split comic. And so he came onto this, to the show just to talk about that a little bit. And it, I, it's really cool. Like, I feel more comfortable saying like, Hey, get your stuff out there, get your stuff out there and, and, and have a look at it. Right. To, to the listeners. Um, listeners like this person's awesome go follow them go like their yeah, page. yeah. Go subscribe go do all this stuff and it's way easier than being like oh, yeah please please, please everybody <laughs> uh what do, what do you find is the hardest thing uh, about podcasting overall editing <laughs> <laughs> for me i uh, i'm a visual artist and so it is a challenge for me to have an attention span long enough to go like run all our cleanup filters and like clean up the noise yeah. and process the sound so it sounds the best. I mean, it's worth it and it's good, but it's so hard for me. And like, um, I'll, I'll like be like, okay, like setting this filter, it'll take like two minutes to complete. Right. And then I'll go off and do something else and then kind of forget I was processing that in the <laughs> background because that is my least favorite part. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a technical audio person. <laughs> but it's good for me. It's personal growth. It's me learning new skills and uh, pushing myself to accomplish something that I'm not just like, this is fun. It, like, that's not the fun part. It's, it's pen to paper. It's pen to paper. Like even, even if you, you suck at the beginning, and maybe you suck at the end, right? Who knows? Who knows? Not like you personally, the universal you. You're still learning a skill. You're still learning a skill that you can, even if you don't use it in life ever again, you, you know it. And you can pass that kind of experience off to people you know, in, in conversation. I mentioned every, every conversation is an interview, which, and that's what it boils down to. Like every, even with your spouse, right? Hey, what did you have? What did you want for dinner? That's an interview question, right? Yes. <laughs> and that interview can last two to three hours. Uh, actually, you know, uh, Chelsea and I will start a, a side podcast. It's called the What's for Dinner podcast. It's me asking her what's for dinner, and us spending two hours on Yelp to see which one has four to five stars. Uh, <laughs> I would actually listen to that. Would. Um, man, they were going to hate each other so much. Because I, I need ideas on what's for dinner, too. <laughs> uh, food, food.com. I'm going to make a steak tonight. Do you want steak? To, okay. No. Um, all right. So what, what we want to do is we want to ask you to ask us any questions you want to ask us. There's a lot of asks in that. I'm an asshole. <laughs> and uh, bonus. Get it? Since Ed is here, is <laughs> Hardware questions, I can make him come up. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I, I have like a really basic question sure. about getting started. Right? Okay. Who's your host? So, so I have t- the, the two shows. Uh, one show, I, Apathetic Enthusiasm, we, we self host. We go through a site called blueberry.com. Okay. Yeah, we're Blueberry also. Okay. So it's um, B L U B R R Y. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and so they will do the, the hosting of the audio itself. Um, and then on, on, uh, for my other show, we're on uh, geekade.com, and that's through Squarespace. So Squarespace will host the audio as well. Yeah, and the way um, I do Blueberry is that um, I actually, our podcast website is a WordPress site, and there's a Blueberry plugin yeah. for WordPress. So every episode, instead of like going through some complicated like back end, I'm uploading audio, and here it goes being distributed to like iTunes and whatever, I just have to do a WordPress post. And so um, I upload the audio through there. I set the, like, the thumbnail image, the description, uh, iTunes author, and posting that blog post shoots it out to all the different yeah. uh, like iTunes, uh, Pocket Casts, uh, Google Play, et cetera. That's right. That's and, right. Uh, it's, it's a lot easier than you would think. Like once you have it all set up, then it's just like go for it. And yeah. Blueberry's cool because there's different tiers of like um, hosting levels. So if you just want to do like a monthly podcast, like you'd only need like a basic level. So it's by space. So right now we're, I think 500 megabytes a month. Yeah. That's, now that we have another couple podcasts coming out under our, like our same that's, network. That's what we're at, yeah. And, uh, and then, but if you like go over, like it's a very like, big month with a lot of uploads, they um, have like, what's it, no fault something, you can go like 25% Yeah, over, that's right. Yeah. And they uh, won't charge you extra for if it's just that one time. There, there's also another site uh, called Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N. And, and most of the podcasts that you, uh, that you hear on, like are syndicated through Libsyn, so they're kind of one of the bigger players out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so once, you, once you get the audio hosted, right, you, you need to make... Uh, so WordPress and uh, Squarespace, Libsyn, they'll help generate an RSS feed. And so then if you want to get on like iTunes or Stitcher or uh, pot, uh, Pocket Casts, um, then you submit an RSS feed. And I've, yeah, to all those different sites. Right, right. And, um, you know, iTunes is kind of, they're a little bit more strict because like uh, artwork-wise, they have, they have specific uh, requirements for that. Um, but then once, once they accept it, then, then you're gangbusters. Is that... Is that the right thing? Good. Yes, Mrs. Cruz. Uh, do you think that once you got started, that more or less involved than you thought it was going to be for the idea that maybe one of my podcasts would be too overwhelming? Or once you got started? Um, I feel this is a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the first podcast I ever did was with my, my best friend in the world, Matt Sizemore. Sorry, Travis. Matt is my best friend. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, so when we started that, it was like, oh crap, there's, there's, there's more to this than just, just talking into a microphone. Um, when I started the one with Travis, y yes, it was, it was more involved. Thankfully, he did all like the artwork stuff, so, because I didn't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to draw you. Um, my, my drawing is worse than a stick figure. It's like just a squiggly. And uh, so, like, the artwork and, and really, like, pushing this stuff out. And then the thing we did differently from the one with Matt was we tried to promote ourselves a lot more on, on Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. And, and t social media, promoting yourself through social media, that is, that's like a nine-to-five job sometimes, right? Because you, you, you're trying to maintain, a, you're trying to gain listeners, you're trying to gain followers on Twitter, but you're also trying to research content. You're trying to research 
your home life, your, your actual job, right? Because this is all, this, these are hobbies. This is a hobby for us. Um, so yeah, I would say it's, it's a little bit more involved than I was expecting. And then, um, but I, I feel like it gets easier once you get into the routine of it. Um, I, for editing, for me, it's kind of just routine now where I, like, I, I just have my um, tr- tradition. What is it? Not tradition. Routine. Yeah, I'll say routine again. Sure. It's ritual. Good. <laughs> I was, yeah, ritual. There you go. I was looking for the, the, the source in my head, and I could not find it. But Ed did instead. For me, uh, like I keep complaining about editing, that is my least favorite part, and that's kind of become a chore. But... I'm fun employed. I don't have a real job, so this is this is it's still a hobby. This isn't part of my work. So for me, it's actually good to have like kind of a discipline about it to be like, no, I have to go and post this. But at the same time, it is nice to be like, but it is still a hobby, so I don't have to. <laughs> like I'm dying under other work stuff. Uh, I've, yeah. I've I've I found it's Travis and I, and even for the the Twilight Zone. We try to stick to a schedule, and so we uh, I release it twice on every Sunday, and then Apathetic Enthusiasm we release every Tuesday, and by hell or high water we're going to release episodes on those days just to maintain that that consistency. And I did miss one episode of Twilight Zone, obviously that that one time, um, but but that what that means is those weeks where either he's uh, TDY or I'm TDY. Uh, or I'm TDY, I'm in a hotel somewhere, and he's, he's got kids that are sick or, or a wife who's in the hospital. <laughs> well, that's never happened. She's never been in the hospital. You know, when, when, she's, when she's dying and he's like, oh, I need a podcast, honey, sorry. It's not real. It's not a real situation. It's real. That's no, not real. Uh, like, those, those, are the difficult, those are the difficult times, right, where you're like, okay, you're, he's, six hour, he's five hours ahead now, how are we going to get content and, and, and push it out and still be engaging, right? Yeah, actually, um, now that, uh, so uh, Megan was one of our original cast of our podcast, but she recently also moved to the mainland. Yeah. That's why uh, Brandon's been on our podcast. We've like kind Hey-o. of adopted him because he's abandoned in the podcast land. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, Megan's left, and then she is now recording her own podcast, uh, Megan Mondays, which it's actually been kind of nicer because then she sends me her audio file, and all I have to do is post it, and I'm like, oh, this producer job is fun. This is easy. <laughs> I didn't have yeah. Um, so that, that part's enjoyable. Actually. So I guess I guess the short answer is, it's easy to start but hard to master. So like there. The upper bounds of how involved you can get are very high, but also the lower level uh, is pretty low. So, like, if you have a microphone and you have, you know, a computer, yeah, yeah then uh, then it's pretty easy to start. We have ten minutes left. So, but uh, I, I would. What? Well, one very quick statement, though, um, and then we'll take the, the question. But it's her birthday, um, Ed. It, it's her birthday. If you want, if you want to be a professional at it, then you have to do it professionally, and that's that's yeah. kind of the thing. And it can be difficult when you have, you know, a, a job and stuff like that. That's right. But if if you if you really intend on on making it your thing and you want to make it into something viable, then you 
you have to, you have to treat it as though it were your job. One, one second, Chelsea. One second. I, I want to I ask you a question. Uh, yes. Uh, so are you, are you interested in starting a podcast? Yeah, I'm a so publisher and writer. Okay. Right. Just, right. just wondering, what do you, what kind of stuff do you write? Okay. I want to talk to you after because my mom is a science fiction writer, and she's also and she's on Maui, but she's been wanting to also start a podcast. So I will talk to you after. Uh, so to to answer your question in short, uh, the Manapahana podcast between um, you know we have four people, but. The time that we spend is probably about two hours in the process of like getting together, um, setting up the equipment, recording and tearing down. Um, in that time, we probably get about two episodes in. Um, and then, uh, you know, 30, 45 minutes each. And then um, we, the editing process would be much quicker if Dallas wasn't so distractible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ours is pretty, is basically cleaning up ums and ahs and awkward silences and, and just processing you know, the sound, like parts. I have Adobe Audition, so I like run it and that, filters to clean it up. And, yeah. and that, if, if you're just like focusing on the task, would only probably take, you know, an hour at most. So, um, it's, it doesn't have to be very time intensive, but, you know, the, uh, as you go up and polish, the time in post goes up substantially. So, if yeah. you're doing a... Uh, audio essay style podcast in this in the style of like 99% invisible or invisibilia or any of these podcasts where they really have intersecting segments and they have like music beds and stuff like that um, you know it'll probably take you like a good day in order to mix an episode but the thing is that that episode will be more likely to have legs yeah yeah and and, and the more you do it then the, the, then the quicker the faster it, it gets exactly right yeah Exactly, and yeah, it's her, it's, her okay. it's her birthday. All right, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, Mrs. Cruz. Go ahead, go ahead, Ed. Ed. Okay, <laughs> I guess. I guess I will. I will take this one. Um, so the minimum. The, um, so this. This is a big. This is a big de depends because it depends on your ability to get clean audio, right? It's kind of like a photographer. A photographer is able to do, you know, like we can we can take an iPhone, right, and make beautiful images with it. Um, because we know its limitations, we know kind of like what it needs, and we know not to push it past and try to ask it to do things that it wasn't designed to do, right? So you could you could start a podcast with just an iPhone, right? Uh, and you know, even aesthetically speaking, you could try to like make it raw and on the street. And as long as you were like approaching it from that way, then uh, then probably the minimum that you need is uh, is just this. But realistically speaking. Um, 
The, uh, I would say the minimum that you would need would be probably like a Yeti, um, a Yeti microphone. Yeah. And those run about 100 to 150 bucks. Um, and uh, the reason for that is because it's self-contained. It, can, it connects to your computer and has a wide variety of, um, of uh, modes that you can use. And it's just very, very high quality, a lot, very good bang for the buck. Um, so... It, and then, as, and then as far as software, right, you know, there's, Audacity is, uh, is one of the free mixing tools yeah. out there. That's, and, that, and that was the thing that I was going to say. The, the, probably the more important part is less the microphone and more uh, the software that you use in uh, being able to clean up audio. Mm -hmm. We don't use Audacity. We have, you know, we have uh, Adobe, Adobe Creative Suite just because of the work that we do. So that's what we do. Uh, so I... Uh, yeah, so we use Audition and we use the plugins that they have in there. Um, for Audacity, I don't really have recommendation yeah. because I don't know enough. It seems like you had a question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely wouldn't recommend trying to do like. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that, I think that the idea of sort of like, so I'm I'm an adherent to what's called the lean methodology. Um, it's it's basically experimentation, um, and trying to sort of like use experimentation, the scientific method, in uh, projects to find what works, right? And so I understand what you're saying. I completely relate. But, um, you know, when we're talking about trying to do the minimum to get something out the door and, you know, like to avoid investing, a, you know, a thousand, couple thousand dollars in audio equipment and not knowing if it's going, if you're going to be capable of uh, making it take off, yeah. right? Because at the end of the day, right, what you have is, is uh, on a podcast, is the two balances of the quality of your audio and the quality of your content, right? Yeah. And so, and so quality of content is able to beat out poor quality audio to a degree. To a, to a degree, yeah. 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 So, like, so, like, if your podcast starts taking off, if, you're, if you've managed to, like, find the formula that works content-wise, and you're able to continue iterating on that, then at that point you want to start investing in, in the really high-end audio sets and being able to get clean sound, having one microphone per person and stuff like that. So you're, you're absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is what about seventy bucks or so per person. Anyway, so so, so he's for hire, and. <laughs> <laughs>
If you want to sound really good, talk to that guy. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, so and and definitely, you know, like what what he says, like he has a point. Uh, you know, like you said, what's the what's the bare minimum resources that you're able to start with? Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and you know, but that's what I would recommend. Like, start start lean, right? There's lots of ways to do that. Um, but the most important thing is going to be, do you have the endurance? Do you have the patience to edit? Um, are you able to, uh, to keep to the schedule? Yeah. And then do people care? So, and then once, you, once you're able to solve those questions, then you can invest heavily in the, solution, the kinds of solutions that he's talking about. All right. All right. I, I think that's about all the time we have. But I really appreciate all of you guys coming out, listening to us. We have, we have Ed, we have Dallas, and I am Brandon. Uh, if, if you want to get a hold of us, we, there's, there's, some, there's some information right there. Uh, I have some business cards, too, if you just want to just take that, if you don't want to write anything down. I know my writing is nasty, so you wouldn't want that. So, <laughs> so business cards away. Uh, but, again, thank you guys so much. You are all, all wonderful. You're the, you're the best audience here today. I'm just going to say <laughs> thank that. Thank you, everybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.